Hi everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. We're keeping our, our to our two week schedule. I know. Guess what? It's diaper night. It, I know. I was thinking <laughs> that when I put it in. We did it again. <laughs> we did it again. We skipped a week we skipped again. A week. We had something crazy going on last week. Did we? I don't know. Oh, I, I had the soccer thing. I don't right? Know. Was that last week? I don't remember. Yeah, because it was the first week of practice this week. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, but I, I'll say yes. I wasn't here for dinner. You don't remember that? No. I really don't. I'm, it's fine. And you were going to bring the boys to it, and I texted you and said, oh, hey, it's yeah. not. Oh, yeah. I do remember I thought, Yeah. Yeah, so it was a busy night. It was busy. Let's just say. It so was, busy, Holly cannot remember it. I mean. She can't remember a lot of things. I would say half my life. I yeah, can't I pretty much I have a folder of important things she has to remember, and she reads it when she wakes up. Um, that's not true. It sounded like that, that could have been true. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was, <laughs> why, why did that sound more believable than anything else? Um, I just want to clarify that that was a oh, joke. Yeah. That's the plot of 51st Days. <laughs> No, that's Would a, you it's love a video. that movie? I did. I love it. It's a video. Okay. It's a video. I stretched it a little bit. I uh-huh. said it was a folder. I wouldn't make a video. It was. I thought that was a sweet movie, but I rewatched it lately, or you know, more recently, and I did not like it. I mean, if you told me here's a movie with Adam Sandler <laughs> and Drew Barrymore in it, I think I would say pass. I think the biggest thing that I liked about it in high school, by the way, was um, that's where I learned that song. Wouldn't it be nice if we were <laughs> How did you avoid it up until that point? No, I have no idea. I avoided a lot of things for a long, longer <laughs> period of time. But, um, and I wanted that to be the motto of our high school romance. Because you had to, the school, you have to register a motto for your relationships <laughs> with our school. Because <laughs> uh, like, then we could be married. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Exactly. That's perfect. We could be married. It says it in there. Oh, it does? Yeah, I don't, right I don't there. know the song. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Um, I, yeah. Oh, you're going to get discovered. You've, you sang, know, you've oh sung gosh. on. We've already told them about that. What? When we record ourselves and thought we might actually sound oh, really yeah. good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> we don't sound We don't good. sound good. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? That just earlier tonight, I was like, I wonder if anyone uses the podcast thing through uh, Squarespace, which is what we use to instead of posting square, uh, podcasts on iTunes, they post their music because I wonder if it's easier to post podcasts than music. And this is much more boring <laughs> <laughs> when it's on the outside of your head. <laughs> but literally, I was, put, I was feeding Blaze before he goes to bed, and this is what I was thinking about. Oh, you mean they would use the podcasts? portion of iTunes for their music? Because, like, don't you have to have, like, an agency or something? Like, not anyone can post music onto iTunes for people to buy. I don't know how it works. I don't either, so that's where I was thinking about. But you would also just put it on your website. I think you'd have to put it through the podcast app on your but phone. But it wouldn't automatically go through to iTunes the way that podcast does for us. No, but it's, like, a separate thing. It's like, I wonder, I wonder if anyone orders sandwiches at the library. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you go to a sandwich place for that. Yeah, it would be like a podcast that people would know, like, oh, this is where he posts his music. <laughs> I know. Why wouldn't he just post it on his website? Because he wanted it to be on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not on iTunes, it's on the podcasts. I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy. Yeah. I told Holly she really needs to institute, like, a... You think about something for 30 seconds, and then you say it. 
didn't happen just no, then. No, didn't. Mm-mm. Just kidding. Thanks. Love you. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Positive affirmation. I guess mm-hmm. you can't have negative affirmation. No, definitely not. It What's ceases to become affirmation. Yeah. Degradation. Confirmant. Confirmation. No, what is it? Oh, boy. This is You boring. don't affirm. This is so I don't boring. know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, but we wanted to take a moment to give a little shout out to our friends, Will and Katie, mm-hmm. because they just recently got engaged yeah. and we got to spend the afternoon with them today. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and we are so excited for them because they're going to be, I was thinking about their wedding after we were spending time with them and I was like, like this, they were saying that, uh, their wedding is going to be like the biggest, uh, Franciscan, Steubenville, Ave Maria, like, reunion, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it's going to be really big. One. That's where they went, they both went to, one went to Steubenville, one went to Ave Maria University. Yeah, so it's going to be, like, this big, like, young adult Catholic, like, party. Mm-hmm. Explosion party, in mm-hmm. case you didn't hear that. <laughs> um, and I was just thinking about, like, at their uh, wedding mass, like, it's going to be, like, so big, like, so awesome, like, everyone... It's going to be so excited. It's just going to be like what mass should be because everyone's so and what a wedding mass should be because everyone's going to be so into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's going to be great. It's Hope we be... get invited. We mentioned him on our podcast. I don't think anyone else can or will do that. So. And then, I don't know. Balls in your court, Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, we are very excited for yeah. them. And we loved spending this afternoon with them. Mm-hmm. We got to meet them. At a playground and mm-hmm. play with Which, the boys. Yeah, when you have kids, you your meeting places become areas where there's lots of space for children to run around and not break things. So that you can have the mindset to have a conversation. Yeah. Because I've invited a lot of people over to my house, and I don't know what we talked about because the whole time I was just worried, or I was yeah. just telling Jack not to get into this, this, and that. So this was great. We talked, and Jack uh, literally played in a dirt pile for three minutes. <laughs> like, a hundred yards away from us. Yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. He loved it. Everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. It was a win-win situation. He was covered in dirt afterward. Yeah. Wow. But he really, he had such a good time. And it was in the little, this little. Um, it's like a backstop. Yeah, whatever it's field. called. Where the umpire is. It's called a backstop. The backstop of a baseball field that backed up to a um, uh, the park, and he was playing baseball all by himself, just running, running, running. in little circles. <laughs> oh, it was awesome! Um, but um, yeah, yeah, that's what we did today. Yeah, so we're starting back up. I, well, I've been working, but school starts again soon, and soccer practice has started up. So I've been doing that, which has been really great because it's like one of my, like. Probably the thing I like most about where I work is I'm able to coach soccer. So he's the assistant coach. Before Ooh, you guys, why did not you down a notch? <laughs> I did not mean. To. Why would you say that? I don't. <laughs> I bet you are an assistant coach. But before you said anything, I was going <laughs> to mm-hmm. say like, oh, by the way, if we if you don't remember from last year, he's assistant coaching the girls' soccer team at yeah, school. Yeah, but what it came out <laughs> as, you're just the assistant coach, I which know. is fine. Which is awesome. I'm. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, um, this it's a really fun time for Daniel and for us. Jack loves soccer, mm-hmm. so and he just on the sidelines is playing soccer. 
the whole time and yelling, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> and wants to go inside the limes. Yeah. <laughs> with an M. <laughs> Words are hard. But, um, so our schedule is looking a lot different. Yeah. All I'm... summer long, Daniel had summer hours, which were nine to three. Mm-hmm. So our family life was awesome. It was great. And now it is eight to five thirty. Right, because I have oh. soccer practice after school, womp, which womp. isn't bad. And on the days that we have games, if the games at like four, I'll be done by like five fifteen, five twenty. Yeah, and you can come. It will the, come. Yeah, and that's what we've been doing to soccer practice. And too. I get to leave work early on away games. Ooh! Just don't tell anyone. <laughs> I mean, my, my boss knows, but don't tell anyone. Uh. But yeah, so that's all started. Yeah, up. so things are getting crazy. Next thing we know, it'll be Thanksgiving. People are always um, are already companies are already posting their uh, pumpkin spice lattes. It's coming uh, out by company. Do you, coffee, uh, yeah, coffee stores. Yeah, Dow Chemicals <laughs> put in there. Pumpkin spice lot. Pumpkin spice. I said pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's not as good. Don't drink. Don't get it. Um. But yeah, all the coffee people are having their pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. I got an email about it today. I've got, I think I got two emails. I think Saxby's and Starbucks. Saxby's, Sa- that darn Saxby's. Yeah. <laughs> Theirs has real pumpkin in it, though. I know, but I still don't like it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't like flavored coffee that much. No. Neither do I. Anywho. If you love pumpkin spice latte, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not condemning you by any means. I'm just saying that it's kind of early. Yeah, and you're just an assistant coach anyway, <laughs> so go drink your pumpkins, your PSL somewhere else. Hashtag. Um, so speaking of distractions and wasting time. Well, that's not the way. I know. <laughs> uh, also this weekend, we um, we have been trying to go as a family to confession every other Saturday. Um Jack and Blaze don't confess, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but we do, and um, it's worked out pretty well for the past. I mean, this time it was three weeks between. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're trying. We're trying, but this week we got to around to doing it, and uh, we got to combine my. It's okay. Whatever. This is all very boring to give you our confession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a struggle of mine. Is to. What is important and what is it? <laughs> you just get all of it. In, in storytelling. A lot of exposition. <laughs> I mean, but really, this is a real struggle of mine. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what your point is. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm going to bypass all of that. <laughs> I went to confession yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I went to confession yesterday and I realized that I keep confessing the same dang sins. Mm-hmm. They just keep popping up, and it's so frustrating. And, like, a couple weeks ago, I realized, like, no, I really have to, like, actually repent of these sins. Like, um, what is it in the act of contrition? This is, like... Firmly resolved to amend my life. Yes, and oh. avoid the near occasion yeah. of sin. To avoid the near... Sorry, I'm slapping my hands because I'm trying Jeez. to stick it into my brain. <laughs> but I just wasn't. I was like, so the two things that I am constantly dealing with is um r r (laughs) (laughs) struggling grammar (laughs) (laughs) that's so sad what if someone uh, confessed grammar oh um i don't think that's a sin it's not but like a little boy or something Mm. um 
is looking at my phone too much and uh, daydreaming. Mm. So, but sometimes I'll be leaving the church and like go check my phone. I'm like, dang it, I did it again. Turn right back around. But um, like the biggest one for me is looking at my phone too much. And like, there are a lot of reasons behind me looking at my phone too much. But one of the really big like reasons is because I want to escape this current moment. Um, I always like kind of refer to my phone during really like big times of frustration or uh, irritation. So I'm just like, I just need a moment. And that moment for me is looking at my phone, checking Facebook, checking my email, checking Instagram. And I like rely on that to kind of bring me back to base, which is really stupid. Um, And it takes me away from the moment. It makes me, uh, it keeps me from being authentic because I can't be authentic if I'm not present. Um, And in a broader sense, I'm also dealing with like this, trying to escape the moment, escapism um, and daydreaming. I have mentioned before that I really like to daydream about getting really expensive houses why I don't I mean I know why because to the point of entering a sweepstakes every day for like a month for the the smart house yes someone has to win it (laughs) (laughs) it could be you could have been us um whatever it was twice a day too by the way (laughs) um but then so it's not it's not unhealthy for me to I'm just going to clarify this. It's not unhealthy for me to enter the contest by, like, two clicks a day. Right. It's The, the problem was me. around it, yeah. Like, daydreaming, like, what if we win this? Our life is going to change so much. We're going to move to Raleigh, North, North Carolina, live in this home. Everything will be perfect. All of our problems will be solved because we're living in this fancy smart house by HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, we didn't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I've seen it. Like, that was something I've been dealing with that I mentioned. But um, I'm seeing it manifest itself in wishing time away, hmm. especially with uh, the boys. Like, wishing for time when Daniel can come home. Wishing for the minute that the weekend starts. Or wishing f- the time when Blaze will be past this uh, difficult phase of mm-hmm. his life. Um, where that, again, is just keeping me from being present and being here in this moment right now. Um and I daydream about other stuff too, like, what if I had a different job? What if, you know, this, this, and that was different? What if we won the lottery? I don't, I haven't daydreamed about the lottery for a while. <laughs> well, or somehow come into money that right. we wouldn't need. We could buy yeah, a, lot a of fancy them, house and not have a job. <laughs> a lot of them end up with us um, somehow coming into large sums of money. <laughs> yeah. But, um, or like, my business growing super fast it you know whatever i just have a lot of daydreams um we just want to have nice things and not work is that so much to ask for (laughs) but uh so like why does this keep coming up for me and we were talking with will and katie today about uh parenting and how um it like it takes courage to actually parent and to actually be uh like a real husband or a real wife and to like really like do it and do it right. It takes courage to do that. And um, it takes courage to be a parent. It takes courage to be uh, present and to live authentically. And it takes, like you have to actually try. Yeah. You, yeah. 
Well, I was going to say, before, if we can go back a little bit, mm-hmm. did you say the term escapism? I mentioned it as, uh, once. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of the theme you had mentioned yeah. to me for this one. Um, so I thought it would be good to kind of define it. Because I think there's there's a difference between taking a break from something and taking something to take your mind off of an issue and trying to escape from it. Mm-hmm. So for you, what's the distinction? Between? Between sort of healthy taking a break and sort of unhealthy escapism becoming. Well, for me, right, like I have been like relying on it, like I said, to bring me back to base. So like in times of difficulty, I would like rely on that to um, to like get me out of this moment so I can get back into it. Mm-hmm. We're like that's unhealthy. Yeah. Um, and also for me to all f- to not at every difficult situation, if you're like, um, if well, if only this were this way, then it would be all better. You know. Yeah, I think, and I might just be thinking about it more technically. I think it's any action that prevents you from accomplishing what you should. So whereas a break gives you a moment to recuperate so you can finish the task, Mm -hmm. escapism would be something that takes you away from that task altogether. So it'd be like you're at work, you're working hard, you just need to take a break, you out and take a walk, and then you come back and work. That's not escaping from it versus if you're at work, you have a big project, you don't want to do it, and so you go and you go out to lunch, you stay out for four hours and don't do yeah. any work. That's preventing you from achieving that goal and you're escaping from it rather than just taking a momentary step back. Right. So I think it is important to to take a step back. And even like with the kids, if they're driving you crazy and you need five minutes to like collect yourself, mm-hmm. that's okay. But it's sort of, are you, what do you, what's the end? Yeah. Well, or... <laughs> more what is the means like what is the means for you to get the rest that you need in that moment and for me my rest was relying on my phone or on these little daydreams where my rest needs to be found in prayer and in god mm-hmm. so i need to like recenter where i find my rest right so it wasn't an effective way to address those issues not at like all. getting on instagram isn't gonna let you have more patience no it actually adds to stress yeah so that's where it's just become a problem mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. Um, yeah, and I and I also Holly's not alone in this. I think I struggle from this as well, especially like with work and when I'm not happy with what's going on at work. I tend to think, oh, I just need to get out of this job. I need to find something else, and you know, we'll spend the day thinking about what else I could do. Like, how hard would it be to become an accountant? <laughs> like, I don't know why. But I don't know if I've said this, but I would love to be like a forensic accountant. And, like, follow the money and get to the crime. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Have I not shared that with anyone? You haven't even shared that with me. Oh, wouldn't it be awesome? That sounds like the most boring thing ever. I think it would be interesting. Wait, to follow the money. So, like, you would work with the police and, like, crack, like, a big money laundering scheme. Because you're, like, seeing where all the money goes and figure out. Oh, because you like to do that. I do. You track our finances so well <laughs> you're training I'm, yeah I'm training. <laughs> <laughs> you're working on it um so yeah so i'm guilty of it too where you know i'll spend half the day doing something like that it's like well i'm not you know i i should have just done this project and finished it and then i'd be done with it instead of now being late on it and, mm-hmm. and being you know 
yeah. not liking my job anymore because now I have to rush through. Yeah. You know. Right. So I'm guilty of it as well. It's yeah. not just you. It just came to light for me uh, yesterday when I was um, going through confession. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have anything else to add? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> no. But can I continue? You can continue. <laughs> um, that for me, not only uh, was is this like a uh, habit of escapism, just like pure laziness, it also is like a cowardice of my uh, vocation. Mm. That sounds like really harsh, but it's actually just the truth. Yeah. I, I've like had to come to that realization like head on that like, my vocation is to be a wife and mother, and I've got to be present and real and um, grateful for the moments that I have. And I I can't just keep escaping. Because, like, the sad thing is that I'm going to wake up 10 – if I kept going like this, I'm going to wake up 10 years from now. And all I'm going to have in my, like, memory is just the, my phone. Yeah. It's like – Second Adam Sandler reference. It's like that movie Click. Did you ever oh see it? Oh my gosh. No, it's actually I didn't. really sad. It's kind of the spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Ten <laughs> year old Adam Sandler movie. Uh, he like fast forwards through his life. He has a magic remote. <laughs> Do you know the premise? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has a magic remote and he can skip forward in time with it. Oh wow. But he like skips through so much of his life and then he regrets it. Yeah. And it's like pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. No, I mean, um, don't be so hard on yourself. It is, it's a smaller, to a smaller degree. Much but, smaller degree. But it is, yeah, you kind of, yeah, just kind of, if you're constantly looking for the next thing mm-hmm. and you're wishing that you can be somewhere else, you're going to end up wishing that time away. Right. Like I do that with Jack if I'm just trying to get him to bath time because then I can put right, him to bed. Right. Then I don't enjoy that time mm-hmm. before that, you know, and it's. It's Monday again, and I don't get to spend with, as much time with him during the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it can happen really if you don't like keep looking up. Like if I didn't have confession and the sacrament of reconciliation, um, the church to guide me there to actually take that pause and look up and say this is not okay. Mm-hmm. I could just keep going in this, and then all of a sudden our boys are in high school, and I've forgotten their childhood. <laughs> oh, that, that escalated really quickly. <laughs> No, even on, um, like, on a daily basis, if you're looking at your phone, you're not going to see if one of the kids does something, you know? Exactly. Or just spending normal time that's not remarkable with them. Mm-hmm. There is an l- article that the um, Theology of the Body Institute posted, I think, while St. Fran- St. Francis. Oh, <laughs> getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> Pope Francis was here that... Um, they showed this photo that was really interesting. There was a woman who was getting to meet. There were two women. One of them, okay. <laughs> there were two women meeting Pope Francis. And the older woman was like reaching out her hands to touch Pope Francis, or to hold Pope Francis's hand. And the other woman was taking a video of Pope Francis on her phone. And the article was called Digital Contra- Contraception. Mm. And it was um, saying how it's like a contraceptive mentality of living life behind a phone. Like instead of seeing Pope Francis's face and looking him in the eyes, you can see that she's looking at Pope Francis through the screen on her phone when he's right there in front of her. There's another uh, article recently called something like how cameras are ruining religion. Mm. And I didn't 
read past the headline, but <laughs> no, I, read, no the, I think I read the description, but it was kind of like well, we we are so busy trying to like capture a moment, we don't live the moment. Yes, and especially with in Christianity, it's it's about living. It's not about like observing. Right, and I I have to really struggle, or I really struggle with that. Um, because especially with the boys, I'm so fearful of me forgetting moments because I have a really terrible memory that I want to capture everything. And at the moment, I have like no phone storage and it's killing me that I can't take photos. <laughs> but I think it's maybe God's way of telling me stop taking so many photos and actually live these moments with them instead of through your phone. Because it's, yeah, if you, they're doing something cute and you try to take a picture and it doesn't work, then you've like ruin the moment mm-hmm. and you don't have a picture like right. it's kind of a it's a lose-lose situation it's true but um yeah um so the times when i am tempted now uh to look at my phone or to daydream um or to wish time away i instead try to take that energy and uh begin to pray like i was saying before finding rest in prayer instead of in those things. Um, and it has made me a lot more grateful for what I do have and it made me more kind and more patient. Good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to, to say we're not kind of just making that up. I think there's a lot of like biblical, there's a basis for this. We're not just saying, oh, this is some problem that only we're facing or that we're only facing in this time that um, kind of trying to escape from the world is, it's an old problem, Mm -hmm. I guess I'm trying to say. And there's, um, in 2 Thessalonians, St. Paul is talking about, I forget the context exactly, but he's talking about people living in idleness and how they're they're not busy, they're busy bodies doing no work. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it's kind of like this fruitless, work like and I think with social media a lot it can be this sort of fruitless work like we spend so much time and effort working on this and it's really not any work at all right it doesn't you don't really get anything from it you get likes you get smiley faces but there's no real work you don't bear any fruit from it yeah and that that's just made me think of like this these kind of things have a real impact on families Mm -hmm. um and I think one of the big things is it can cause you to become resentful of your own life. Like if you're constantly thinking how much you wish everything were better, then you're not going to be happy with what you have. Yeah. Like I was, I was just talking today about, um, how great Daniel is <laughs> that, um, every, I make her do that once a week, <laughs> sit down to make it right out a list. <laughs> then we put it on the refrigerator. Why is Daniel great this week? <laughs> yes. No, he doesn't do that. Um, I don't have to make her do it. She does it on her own. So we um, make all of our life decisions have been kind of uh, flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> Favorite phrase of all. <laughs> um, we're kind of like, okay, this seems right, so we'll do it. And uh, we just kind of... Not total, like, shot in the dark, but there was, like, an element of, like, let's just jump into it. Yeah. So, like, with uh, where we first lived... With buying this house and with starting my own company, it's all been like, uh, sure, let's do it, kind of thing. 
Um, but every single one of them have turned out to be like really, really great. And that has kind of made me reflect on how Daniel has this really great way of bringing joy to every situation like that, where like, um, I don't know, in the beginning, we still didn't have community here where we were living. So we could have been like really upset that we no longer had the beautiful scenery that we used to have in our old house or our apartment or um, our yard is really small or I don't know. We could make up a ton of You could focus on the things we don't have. Right. Yeah. But instead, uh, Daniel like lit up this area with like, oh, but we have this and we have this and we can walk here and uh, there's this park here and there's this and um, just pointing out everything that's great and then uh, making me participate in those things to really like ground me in the greatness of where we are and the goodness of the decision to come here and also encourage like the other examples he encouraged me through my company and is doing really well with that but just with everything Daniel brings a lot of joy to it and that outlook with like what you were just saying with like life that if everything we found joy within them instead of finding the issues we could be so much happier yeah I mean, so much, and what I, what, like what I was saying, like so much more grateful for what we do have. And, um, if I continued in this like routine of escapism and trying to, or just wishing my way out of, for example, this house, every time that, uh, the floor creaks and I wake up a baby, which has happened often, um, then I could be like, oh, man, if only we lived in the HGTV smart house. <laughs> None of this would happen. The floors would creak themselves. You wouldn't have to do it. <laughs> but um, then I could just, like, wallow in pity about, like, how mm. difficult this life is. But instead, we have a roof over our heads. We own our house. We live in this amazing neighborhood that families all live in and mm. are surrounded by great people and have a great community um, and to focus on that and to be uh, grateful for that um, is really important, mm-hmm. which I don't think is that's really news to anybody, but <laughs> it's definitely something that I need to, to remember. And it, yeah. And it, cause it has a really, if you're not, if there's sort of a self-imposed unhappiness with something, it leads, it just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Like wish trying to wish away wherever you live or your job doesn't make that any easier. Right. If you're, it actually makes it harder. Yeah. Um, and it can be, like, within a family, I think, especially if, if Holly's, hypothetically, this would never happen, if Holly is, like, constantly complaining about our house or where we are and how we don't have this or that, like, that it's just not a good environment to live in. Mm-hmm. And it makes me start to think, like, oh, what's wrong with, our house why is everything here so bad those floors are really creaky Mm -hmm. where can we go to not have you know and it just it creates like a restlessness that doesn't need to be there yeah it creates a a lack of peace that is totally sort of self-created and as you know as christians we should look at every single thing we have as a gift from god and if we're not appreciative of those gifts for everything we have no matter how what we what other gifts we see that we don't have then it's kind of um an ingratitude towards god to say you know i wish we had a bigger house and a bigger yard right because we've been giving a, a great house and a great yard and we're not grateful for that 
Yeah, we're essentially saying uh, what you've given us is not enough. We need more. Mm-hmm. Which is like, no, you definitely don't. I gave you exactly what you need. And it's um, whenever you, the, the line from the Gospels about the rich man talking to Jesus and how um, he says it's, it'd be easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than a rich man to go through heaven. I think a lot of people take that to mean um, that it's bad to have money. I think what Jesus is really saying is that like, no, it's just, it's harder for you Mm because you're more attached to things. And I think the more you have, the more you want, like it's kind of, it's escalates. Like if you, um, if you go from being homeless to living in like a tiny one bedroom apartment, that's okay. Like you're going to think that's so great. You know? Whereas if you, if you have a huge house and you want a bigger one, like, I don't, I think there's something between your your as your attach material attachments increase your desire for material attachments increase. I don't know yeah, exactly definitely. how how it works, but it seems like there is. But that. it definitely does. Well, happen. it's why you, it's why you have people who have gajillion you know, room who homes. buy three hundred thousand dollar cars. Like that's you kind of don't need that. Yeah. Maybe buy like three Acuras instead. <laughs> it's probably fine and alternate, rotate them out, but. Um, it just kind of leads to to never being satisfied and wanting more and more. And yeah. I think what that gospel story is pointing to is that you, you need to only desire God, and that's it. So the more material attachments you have, the more likely you're not going to be happy with what God gives you, and you're not going to just desire God. Yes, exactly. And I mean, even the other things that I was dealing with were the phone and wishing time away. And it's just if you... You wish it away. Yeah, you don't get it back. And I, and I don't think it's material either. It could be like, oh, I wish I had a better relationship with my siblings or my parents. Mm-hmm. And you could focus on, oh, we can't talk about this and this. So you spoil whatever relationship you do have. Yeah, well, like what I was saying, like you have to wake up and you have to actually try. Yeah. Instead of uh, day- daydreaming about it and like um, trying to escape in whatever way. Um, instead of actually addressing it head on, you just got to like man up and do it. And it's also what we ultimately desire to escape from is suffering. Yeah. I mean, however petty and small it might be like, oh man, I got to, I can only fit four chairs in my back patio. Like we, it's a desire for greater comfort, Mm -hmm. which I think is often contrary to, to Christian life. Yes. So if you're trying to run away from suffering you're denying yourself an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to rely on god definitely because if you you just want to be comfortable you're never gonna you're gonna be less likely to turn to god yeah there was some quote that i heard a long time ago that i'm gonna butcher but it was like (laughs) the minute that you're comfortable is the minute that you need to reassess Mm -hmm. pretty much like are you doing what god needs you to or what god wills you to be doing because you definitely shouldn't be comfortable it's funny last night it wasn't even i wasn't even really thinking about this topic or this podcast i like trying to go to sleep you know that's when you have all the terrifying thoughts (laughs) (laughs) but i was like what if i never what if my whole life is just kind of where i am now where i'm not totally satisfied with work i you know money's tighter than i wish it was like what if i never get out of that and then it's just, I'm 80 years old and that's it. 
And then, like, at that moment, I was like, oh, that's terrifying. And I've been, it's kind of sad to say it, but, like, as I've been getting older, I'm not able to daydream about as many things because they're not possible anymore. You know? Oh, no. Like, oh, probably never going to. Uh, start a really great band. (laughs) I I think I kind of missed the boat on that one. You know, and like, as I get older, I feel like those, like, I can't even daydream about those things anymore. Um, It's really sad. It is really sad, but but it shouldn't be because um, there's so many things in my life I have to be grateful for and that, you know, my number one accomplishment is being a son of God and that should be enough. Definitely. So it's, it's just kind of difficult when you have the world saying, here are all these measures of success. Right. And not even in like a sort of over, like, in your face way, like you need to be a CEO, you need to have all this money. It's the idea you need to have like a, spe- a set career. Like right. what if I just kind of go from job to job and there's no real like career trajectory? Because that's one of the things that's almost the most frustrating about my work is I can't, it's like a paragraph to tell people what I do. Mm. Like people don't, I can't just say, oh, I'm, I'm an accountant. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I know what that is. They're like, you know, I'm a nurse. Oh, I know what that is. Like it, there's this ambiguousness to it that almost for me takes away from what I do. Mm. Um, so what, that just might be my whole life. I might just bounce around from, you know, administrative jobs and education and that might be it. And I have to be okay with that. A, because that's not, that doesn't define my life. And B, because I have so many great gifts, especially in my family and in my children, that I need to be satisfied with those. And if I'm constantly obsessing with a job or work or whatever, I'm not able to focus on those. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it leads to the sin of ingratitude. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So... Stop it, Holly. I, I'm, I'm just working kidding. on it. Hey, I started new yesterday. So what are some practical things? You you started. I, yeah. I cut you off because you were like. Because I was like saying the so end, much the good end credit, stuff. One of the like end credits were rolling. No. Um, no, I, every, I said it before. Just every time that I, I'm tempted, I take that energy and try to pray instead or give mm-hmm. at least a moment of thanks to God for what I have. And I really enjoyed Last Monday, the day that all of our schedule totally changed, was a rough day. Oh, yeah. I I went back to normal hours. Yeah. I said <clears> it <throat> earlier. Yeah, but they didn't know that was Monday. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it was Monday that it happened. <laughs> and it was a terrible day because uh, Jack was, like, really thrown off by it and was ticked. He just was really mad about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was really hard. And so I kind of lost my temper with them. It happened. We had to replace some windows. No, no. Um, <laughs> Just she only throws diapers sometimes <laughs> when no one's around. Um, but okay, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry, you were saying we we're saying practical solutions. Mm-hmm. You're saying okay, more. okay. And so I lost my temper with Jack a little bit. So, but I put Blaze up to bed, and Jack and I went outside. And, like, once I finally got a second to, like, sit down and be like, okay, the situation is not that bad. It's fine. Jack and I prayed out loud together, and I, um, like, said a blessing for him, thanking God for him, and then uh, saying to God that I was sorry that for losing my temper and how thankful I am for Jack. 
um, and for the joy that he brings me every day and how he shows God's love for me, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yada, 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 amen. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Just kidding. So um, on and so forth, amen. <laughs> Holly prays like an old man from the Bronx. <laughs> but... uh I prayed with Jack out loud uh, mm. that prayer, and I I had a, a lot of fruit came from it for me, and I think that it was really good for Jack to see that as well. So in the family setting, I think praying out loud is a big thing. I also remember hearing, I think from the Pop Jacks at World Media Families, during their talk, they said that, like, or she, um, oh, what's her name? Lisa. 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 Thank you. Um, Lisa was saying that one day she was, like, about to lose it, and her kids were older at the time. And so um, instead of like, you know, losing it, she instead asked them to pray for her. And she said that immediately the entire situation was changed because they realized the implications of their actions were having on her and that she put her, like she humbled herself to needing their prayers. So it, it kept her from blowing up. And so the entire situation was tra- was changed into good for God. Mm-hmm. And so um, just, I mean, in all things, in all issues, always turn to prayer. But these like verbal things out loud have been mm-hmm. really helpful. I've noticed verbal like out loud prayer is good because it's, you kind of, it can't get crowded out by thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, like you can really only focus on saying it. Mm-hmm. So it's been good. Something else I think is good um, is whenever Jack's being uh, a handful. Mm-hmm just kind of watching him instead of like trying to, I don't know, get him to do exactly what I want. Just like watching him, um, like in the bathtub when he's, usually he's pretty well behaved in there, but I, I do not off. I don't do this often enough of just like watching him. Like I'm usually like worried about what's he doing? Where's he going? Yeah. What is he eating? Has he, his diaper changed? Mm-hmm. Um, but just like stopping and watching and I think taking, account of what you have helps you to be grateful for it well yeah definitely um and and another thing last night um it's becoming like a every other weekend ritual as we go uh to dinner at chick-fil-a and jack can play on the the playground and i don't think he skipped his nap yesterday so he was like kind of fussy Mm -hmm. but um just kind of like getting out of our element and, like, spending time together as a family. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that we escaped and, like, we just dropped Jack off at the playground and, like... Dropped him off at Ikea. Ikea or something. <laughs> what? Because they have the small land. Oh, yeah. And it's not like we just did something where we didn't have to deal with them. We took a break sort of as a family. Mm-hmm. So you're not escaping from your issues. You're just kind of reapproaching it or approaching it from a different angle. Yeah. And we had a really great night. And it was... It wasn't any less stressful. Like, he was still a handful and, like, didn't want to come eat. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, it was just an opening up of ourselves. We were kind of like, we're going to go here and we're going to have dinner. And just, and I don't gonna know. it's going to be a good family yeah, outing. Yeah. We kind of had a more positive attitude about it. Mm-hmm. I think that is another thing that really goes a long way is having a good attitude about yeah. it. Because, like, I had to hold Blaze all during dinner. Mm-hmm. And if we did that at home, I'd be like, oh. Yeah. I have to hold Blaze. He's yeah. not happy doing anything. <laughs> but at Chick-fil-A, I was like, 
look how cute he is. He's loving. Like, oh, he's he was screaming. So... <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't crying. He was just like yelling as loud as his little lungs. He could. thought that um, whatever dinner was was hilarious. <laughs> He just thought watching Jack eat the chicken was hilarious. He thought watching the kids play in the playground was hilarious. And he was just flapping his arms and having, loving life. Yeah. But wasn't happy sitting anywhere except for in my lap. So yeah. I ate with him. Yeah. So sometimes rather than escaping from something, retreating kind of deeper into it that's, works. That's Is that good? good? That's, that's a tagline. That should have been our tagline for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Our motto. Our motto, excuse me. <laughs> for our Don't high escape school, from it. For our in. high school romance. <laughs> <laughs> Who says stuff like that? You. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, Half of Holly's brain is like early 90s children's shows. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Channel shows. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Made for TV movies. Yeah, so we got to just live it. Live life. Live the life you got. We should sell bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I hope that uh, my struggle, our struggles, um, can bear some sort of fruit for you guys too. Mm. We're uh, Will and Katie were saying they're engaged. We've said this. We've said this several times. Uh, but they were saying that they like seeing the like reality of parenting through us, and I, in response to that, said every day is a lesson. Yeah. Because it really is. <laughs> I've noticed that one of the the main things we have to give is our problems. <laughs> Well, how we've come through that. Yeah, but I think we've gotten, like, a lot of positive feedback on episodes where we're like, here's everything we struggle with and we do wrong. Because I, th- I think that's helpful to see that you're not the only one dealing with those things. Yeah. And I think, especially in this day and age, kind of wanting to escape and wanting to compare yourself to others right. is really easy to do. Especially with... Uh moms i know moms it's so hard you shouldn't be allowed on the internet within like the first three years of having a child (laughs) oh but where would i be without the internet um no but it's really really hard to be a mom especially when like every decision that you make there is a polar opposite camp that says that what you just decided is the worst thing Mm. that you could ever do if you stay at home, it's terrible. If you go to work, it's terrible. If you formula feed, it's terrible. If you breastfeed, it's terrible. Like, there's just no right. So it's hard, guys. It's hard. <laughs> um, and it's really easy to fall into um, the trap of comparing yourself to celebrity moms or moms who look like they have it all. But just know that Instagram <clears throat> posts and Facebook posts and the shared life is not reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess the whole reason why we're talking about this is because our life is reality. It is. <laughs> um, but that there are real struggles and that God's grace is working in the sacrament of marriage. Right. And that we need to, our focus needs to be on Christ in all things. And if Always. in your family life, in your social life, if that's the case, you can avoid these issues. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you won't fall into them. No, if you, I know it can, but if you perfectly focus on Christ, you wouldn't. But that's, that's not true. always easy mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, as it, it all comes back to Jesus. All, as always. As always. As it should. Mm-hmm. Because it does. It does. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um, you probably had enough of listening to us. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Here on Halfway Saints. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't going to be that weird with it. I, well, I went there. <laughs> so if you guys want to contact us, you can email us at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. 
I forgot Midwest. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook, and you can find us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Mm-hmm. And please uh, pray for us. We're praying for all of you. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next time. Next time. Yes. Not next week, because who knows? <laughs> who knows? But uh, have a great week, everybody. Or two weeks. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.